Welcome back, everyone, to another Centurion Leadership Battalion show with Justin Ryan Bizarro. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B I W Z A R O. For anyone who's out there, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Bizarro. That's where I do all my posts related to leadership, life, entrepreneurs, whatever. You can find me there. Again, that's at Justin Bizarro, B I W Z A R O. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Um, I know that we are relaunching the podcast so as i record these all the episodes that we're recording haven't even been released yet so i'm not even sure how it's going to go as we release this but i do feel the content has gotten better i do feel it's more um on tact i do feel that we've really looked at how to take this podcast to the next level in terms of leadership in terms of everyday leadership there's a lot of great leadership coaches out there and there's a lot of great leadership podcasts out there However, I think I'm what we're trying to do here is is make it the everyday man leadership. How do we live in our lives? How do we have a visionary thread in our life of leadership? How do we stack up the 18 principles of leadership that we have here um, that we've developed over the last couple years as things that we feel uh, in our research and doing the work and having things at companies and doing consulting work that actually shows what leadership skills are, um, which ones are important, which ones actually stack up to greatness. And I don't look at living humans as the way we do this because greatness and leadership has to be done over a lifetime. And I will tell you in just the life that I believe, I've seen great leaders turn into horrible leaders and horrible humans as they got older. Okay, the story of Napoleon is a prime example. He went and fought for freedom and democracy and then crowned himself a dictator 20 years later. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Egos, things unchecked, leadership skills that that go undeveloped um, or unwatered. They don't keep growing. They're not fertilized. Um, they they actually, if something's not growing, it's dying. That's just the way it is in life. When a piece of fruit on a tree comes off the tree and is no longer growing, it's depreciating constantly. It's nutrition value, it's ability to stay good, and eventually it goes rotten. Okay, that's what we're talking about here. So today's topic, I will be brief with this one. It's It relates to the episode we just recorded. Um, for you, it was two days ago, released. For me, it was like couple hours ago uh, since we're recording eight episodes today or we're pushing it and um, we have the time so we're going to keep doing it the question is what does blame do to your leadership abilities okay blame as we listed in the one before this it's one of the seven things that are spiritual maladies that lead to bad things in your life like addiction like lack of money like homelessness like unhappy families, divorce affairs, so on and so forth. The spiritual maladies, much like the seven deadly sins, are are what we're talking about here. I'm just I'm just using things that happen in everyday society and applying them that I think are specific. While the seven deadly sins are more of a general topic and they're general, I was I'm using seven things that I see in today's society that are rotting our businesses, that are rotting our families, that are rotting our souls internally. Okay, that's where it starts. It's in our soul. That's why it's a spiritual malady. Okay, so what does blame do to your leadership abilities? It's a very interesting thing because I've seen great leaders, um, including family members, uh, become awesome, looked up to, have loyalty, and they get 
they go down a comfortable path. They start giving away too much um, or they start um, believing what everyone says about them and not looking at themselves uh, holistically, not having reflection, not looking at me and respecting my ability to say, hey, like, what am I doing wrong today that I could do better tomorrow? This is not blame. This is not me looking at myself in terms of trying to put blame on me. This is me trying to grow. This isn't me trying to put myself down or not have positive reinforcement, but I've got to look at things that I can improve on. And then obviously positive reinforcement um, matters, but I'm not going to get into that again. I mean, we positive reinforce ourselves. I will get into it in a later episode where we look in a mirror or we tell ourselves attributes every day, or I'm going to, I'm the best that I'm the best soccer player that ever lived. I'm sure someone out there does that and they tell themselves in the mirror and they look at themselves and they keep building themselves up every day. I know David Goggins is really into this. By the way, um, I know that the Arite Syndicate um, is about to be out. Uh, the Arite Syndicate Live, David Goggins will be at that with Andy Frisella and Ed Millette. So anyone in leadership or entrepreneur, I recommend you guys get to the Arite Syndicate Live. David Goggins will be there. Uh, he's one of the best at what we're talking about, about this um, influencing yourself, this positive reinforcement with yourself. So that's not what we're talking about today, though. So I got off on a, a little bit of a commentary there. I often see leaders who rise up and then build the egos and then have these fulfillments. They start to do the opposite of what got them there. What got you there is taking responsibility, taking ownership, passing on the wins and taking the responsibility for the losses. Okay, that's different than the blame. One is, is if we take on blame and we let other people blame us, that's not them taking responsibility for their part in it as well, okay? Because one of the things is we we lack in leadership and we fail to understand is that while I may take responsibility, that is not blame. That does we do not want to claim uh, create a blame culture by the leader taking responsibility for everything. Then everything that goes wrong, they blame on the leader. And you don't want to create that cycle in your business because that creates kryptonite. You don't want to create that cycle in your family where you're constantly saying I'm sorry and then allowing everyone to then blame you because they know that you're going to apologize because you're always going to accept quote unquote responsibility for what you did. You've got to draw a hard line. I've had to learn this in my whole life. What's the difference between me taking the blame and taking responsibility, okay? Responsibility is where we all know we've done wrong, but I'm saying at the end, it's my fault. I'm not taking blame. I'm taking responsibility. It's my responsibility that I should have been able to make sure that you guys had better tools to succeed, okay? And if it's a one-off, and it's an individual fault, we should have caught it or a manager or whatever. That's part of your job. And the reason I take responsibility for it is if I don't, I don't look inwardly and I don't adjust and fix the action. That's what taking responsibility actually does for a leader. It's not that I'm only leading and that I'm the one here and I don't want everyone else to have the pressure of failing because that's not what happens. Okay, everything that happens in your business is an opportunity to grow. How do we do it by taking responsibility for what happened? 
Blaming means no one's taking responsibility and they're pushing it up the chain or down the chain, depending on who the organization is. If you're the leader and you're blaming people, you're pushing it down the chain, even though you should take responsibility for it. You can't blame other people. You need to address the situation. You need to stop saying, well, blah, 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 I did this, or, oh, my other, your other counterpart told me this. No, 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 no. There's no blaming in business, blaming in life, blaming in your community, blaming other people for history that happened to you, your family, that that family member or that person didn't do all the blaming for things that didn't the person didn't do, okay? History can't be blamed on those in the present, okay? That's just not the way it works, okay? You can't, that doesn't belong in the work environment. You know, something does wrong, I do something wrong, while you're not, you it's to take responsibility and ultimately yes it's always the leader's responsibility to address it to take ownership of it to encourage ownership from his employees to take their responsibility for the things that they're doing but i think we often get confused of being the leader and wanting to take you know on the responsibility and what happens when we start getting blamed because if you keep taking responsibility over and over and over again and not really addressing the issues or addressing the employees who are continuing to have the issues or continuing to have the problem you can't fix them and when we take blame sometimes and we're constantly taking blame we don't actually address that the employee or the person in our business or the person in our family might actually be the problem Okay, that, that, that's where I take responsibility. It's not only, okay, that's my fault. Okay, that's my responsibility. I don't want it to be blamed on me. Okay, it's not my fault, maybe, or maybe it's just my responsibility as a leader to fix it. But either way, it does become my fault. It does become my responsibility when I don't exit that person out of the organization because I'm allowing them to blame or I'm allowing them not to take responsibility for their action. So it is kryptonite because when they don't take responsibility, they're not growing, they're trying to find a shortcut, and they're inching their way to easing their job. I will tell you, individuals who do blame do not take responsibility. They don't fulfill their promises. They always blame someone else for things not getting done or done right, and they don't grow in your organization and they don't grow you or your business. Okay, so do yourself a favor. If you have someone around you that's blaming or you have someone around you in your organization that's a blamer, there's coaching, there's conversation, there's ways to do it without immediately having an exodus for those employees or people in your life. You don't need to cut them out. You can have conversations. You can set proper boundaries for your personal life and, and how to deal with those individuals. In your business, coaching, you know, maybe three months of a program working on this, what is going on, maybe not addressing the blame or that part, but trying to address every, the actions that are going on, how to create an environment where they're writing down the things that are going on. And every time there's an issue, we sit down and create a habit of what went wrong there. How do I fix it? And then instead of blaming to get attention or blaming to get out of the job, maybe it's reward. Maybe, okay, you found these things. Let's talk about it. Let's make sure it rises up the chain. Let's see if it's something we need to address on a regular basis and it's something we should put into our standard operating procedures or standard operating processes, okay, because all businesses should have those, okay? And I will tell you, if you run break-even analysis in your business, which you should do, everyone does budgets and what we're going to do next year. Nope. Break-even analysis 
every time. They are way more valuable than budget. What am I budgeting? Okay, what am I going to do next year? How am I going to profit? Absolutely, I get it. You want to predict things based on last year and you want to know what your profitability is. But it's not as important as how am I going to break even this year? Because I need to know that first. I need to know what my indicators are, what my key uh, performance indicators are to make sure my business goes into the plus. What is it going to take me to get break even? Then the rest is gravy every year. Okay. Then the rest is gravy every month. Okay. Once I hit those numbers, but I want to track those numbers every month to do it. Okay. So why do I do that? Because when we track numbers and we have concrete facts, blame can happen less. We have concrete things and facts such as numbers that back up what we're saying. If too much blame's going on, those break even numbers are not going to be breaking even as fast. Okay. They're not going to be breaking even every month. The thing about doing this, and I'll actually probably do a podcast on this, on the break-even analysis, why is it important for your business, but when we allow others to blame us, when we, when we don't see the difference between ownership of an issue and blaming someone of an issue, okay? Ego is where I blame other people. It's not my fault. My ego can't take it. My insecurities can't take it. I'm going to blame someone else, Okay. Taking responsibility and and allowing a leader to take responsibility and do a leadership job is where I take ownership of what I did. And I'm like, I messed up and leaders like, you know what? We all learn at the end of the day, it's my responsibility in this organization to make sure you have the tools that you need to succeed. So let's take this as a learning lesson, another fucking opportunity to grow or another fucking growing opportunity if you believe in AFCO. And how do we take this and I'll take responsibility and, and make sure that this doesn't happen again. That's what I'm talking about. Responsibility is I take it on and I make sure it doesn't happen again. If I'm taking on blame, I'm like, okay, it's my fault. And that's the end of it. I'm sorry. Bye. Okay. Nope. That's not what I'm talking about here. And I hope everyone can see the difference. Blame is I'm blaming everyone for something I did or I should be doing. I'm, I'm escaping something because I have an insecurity. I'm not taking responsibility. I'm blaming my parents for what I'm doing now. It's my parents' fault. No, I see this all the time. The parent decides to do something different and the kid blames them. Okay, I've seen this during the COVID vaccinations and regardless of your opinion of them, um, here's what I'm going to say is if your parent decided to have the shot and you didn't, that's you're not the same person. You shouldn't blame your parent that you can't go into certain situations because you don't have the COVID shot. You made that choice. And as a person that's made a choice to protect my body as well in various ways, obviously, I understand both sides of this, but I will tell you it's not your right to tell someone else what to do with their body. And you can't blame them when you can't go places, but they still do. It's not their fault. They are not there to fight for you. Your parents aren't there to stick up for you for the rest of your life. Believe me, I was in business with my family for a long time and my father, and he always he had trouble with being my father and being my boss in a lot of ways. In some ways, he tried so hard to demonstrate to everyone he was my boss and that he wouldn't treat me the same as everyone else, that he treated me worse than everyone else. And he blamed me for a lot of things and put a lot of response, quote unquote, responsibility on me that he didn't do everyone else because he wanted everyone to see how much harder I worked or how much harder I had to do. But in the end, it doesn't matter. 
okay, when it comes out in blame or it's Justin's fault and he needs to take responsibility and I'm not the leader of the company per se, then that doesn't work, guys. It doesn't matter if it's your kid or, or whatever. I'm using a father-son relationship as an example and I'm using something personal to me as an example. Because I will say that as I've seen the leaders and mentors in my life get older, they went from taking responsibility and ownership to blame. A lot of individuals I looked up to in food service and at food service partners and across the world, as things happened in COVID, we went into a victimization blame game and everything was everyone else's fault. And it destroyed companies. It destroyed perfectly good humans. And people I had a lot of respect for once, I no longer have respect for. Truth. Blaming everyone else usually comes out of the spiritual maladies, particularly the symptoms. Okay? We also then compound it. So we blame, blame, blame. Then we have a, then we got the spiritual malady. Then we have symptoms like alcoholism or drinking, needing to go leave work every day and have a drink. Then that drinking becomes more often or we're using an excuse as executives to get out of work earlier and earlier when we're on the road to have these drinks. And then we're blaming the organization or we're blaming the leader because he isn't who we thought he was and he isn't what hold on, you're responsible for your business as a manager, okay? I get it, you want to blame the leader, but at the same time, you need to look at yourself because you're ruining your life, you're ruining the lives of those around you, and you're ruining a business, and shame on you, seriously. Because you're not taking responsibility for your part. You're not waking up and going the extra mile. You're not waking up and saying, hey, no matter what it is, I need to be a leader in my own life. There is no blame, and if someone else isn't taking responsibility in this organization, I'm going to, no matter where I am, whether I'm a fry cook, or I'm flipping hamburgers, or I'm mopping floors, or I'm the chief manager of a facility, such as a facility that we had in Virginia. You have to take responsibility for what goes wrong. If the profit's not there, it's your fault. You can't blame the top. You can't blame you don't have the tools to get your job done. Everyone has got tools. Everyone has things in life that they can figure out how to get things done. All entrepreneurs do this. They come with nothing and they freaking figure out with ingenuity and they don't blame their situation. They're like, oh my God, life screwed me. I don't have this. Or life screwed me. I don't have any money. Nope. They don't blame life. They don't blame their situation. They don't blame their upbringing. They don't blame their parents. They take responsibility and ownership in their environment and make the most of it and flip it on its head. Okay, so that's why if you use blame, it's kryptonite. But if you take responsibility and ownership, it becomes a superpower. Okay, I can't affect what happens to me, but I can understand that it happens for me. And if it happens for me and not to me in every situation, then there is no blame. I can take ownership and responsibility. Sometimes I create these situations that happen, quote unquote, to me, but they're really happening for me because they're teaching me a lesson about the things that I'm doing wrong, the things that I need to adjust in my life to lead my life better. So with that being said, remember this, life happens for you, not to you. 
And when you're going to blame someone else, what is it that you can take responsibility for and ownership and then deliver what happened in a way that's not blaming and an insecurity where you're trying to help the situation get better and it becomes a superpower where you're able to provide solutions because the humans in the world that provide the best solutions in an organization or in the world make the most money. They provide the most happiness in the world. They have the most joy because they are not allowing their insecurities to grow and go unchecked because blaming is putting it outward. And if you never look inward to, to fix yourself and it's always someone else's fault, that monster that's not getting its attention in the proper way is going to grow inside of you. Okay. And what I mean in the proper way is you're actually feeding it, not conquering it by blaming others and never looking internally. That thing is going to grow and it's going to become your kryptonite. And ultimately, it's going to cost you friendships, relationships, businesses, and your happiness and joy. So with that, thank you, everyone. This is Centurion Leadership Battalion Podcast with Justin Ryan Bizarro. I'm I'm Justin Ryan Bizarro. Um, you can find me at Justin Bizarro on Instagram, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. I love you guys, and I appreciate everyone uh, listening in. Um, If you are, we haven't released them yet. But um, if you are, I appreciate it. I'm predicting in the future. I value you guys no matter what. And if you guys have questions or anything that you want us to address on the show or things you have, please DM us or DM me directly at Justin Bizarro. So, or you can reach out to us on Better With Bacon Fat as well on Instagram. That is our studio link. So thank you for everyone listening in again, and we're out.